0: First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com dot com. Woe to you, O Sea! It's the Hop Nation USA podcast. Hop Nation USA, we are back, episode one hundred and six. I have no sporting man reference. I've made peace with that now that we're into triple digits. This is your host Adam, I should say one of the hosts. I am Adam,
1: with me is Steve. Steve is here on the
0: knobs for 106.
1: Hello Hop Nation USA, if you're like me then you probably suffer from insomnia. Well I've got an all natural remedy for you. Have you tried street fair videos on YouTube? What are street fair videos? It's basically just uh, watching people make uh, food in Asian cities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's all it is. It's just like an expat wanders around Asian street markets and watches different treats get made. I could appreciate that. Yeah. If you're having trouble sleeping, then fall asleep to the sounds of spatulas clanging off ding, griddles ding, ding, and, ding, and ding, ding. indiscriminate Asian yelling. Are there videos
0: that are compilations? Oh, yeah. Of just Asian street
1: fare? There's videos that are like 30 minutes long. 30
0: minutes of street nachos. Yeah.
1: Well, not nachos. It's all Asian food. Well, they, I, I've had Asian nachos. N- but this is in Asia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's international. Nachos are everywhere, man. I don't think... I don't know that they've somebody, got into the Chinese street market. Somebody markets. in
0: China has to be making street nachos. Maybe, possibly. I, I haven't seen it. Guess what, Hop Nation? Get at us. Let us know if there's Chinese, Mexican street nachos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's... That's that's what I'm cashing this week's plug on. All right.
1: <laughs> Put your money on Chinese nachos Chinese Mexican nachos. It has to be at a Beijing night market or <laughs> some yeah. Yeah. other remote area. It can't it can't just be like you found somebody in San Francisco that is Asian doing right. nachos. No, that don't can't count. do that. That, that don't does fly. Not count. Nope. Don't fly. Need to have the long license plates. I was watching something though. It's like uh, peanut candy. What is peanut candy? It was like peanuts that were dipped in caramel. They're all mushed into a ball. Oh, okay. And then and then the, the vendor just beat the ever-living piss out of all the <laughs> peanuts. Nice. Until it became a paste. Oh, so like a peanut butter. Oh, not a butter, because it was like taffy consistency. Oh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then they put a bunch of other crunched up peanuts into it, then rolled it into a roll, and then beat it some more. I don't know. A peanut awesome. roll. Yeah, it looked awesome. All right. This has nothing to do with beer. Nah. But it's good talk. I was just thought, yeah, I just giving insomnia cures. All right, fair <laughs> enough. So we are
0: here to talk about beer, and we have a very special episode. So special, in fact, that we came up with it just before we started recording. Mm-hmm. That's actually a lie. We On the fly. That. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no. See to the pants. We, <laughs> we are going... Wheat beers. Wheat beers. We haven't done a wheat beer episode
1: in quite some time. Yeah, we didn't actually come up with the episode theme on the fly, but we are recycling. Yes, and <laughs> recycling is good. Steve, you've got the first beer. What are we drinking? So the first beer of the episode is coming from the Claw Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Murderland. Bodymore. Murderland. murderland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bodymore Murderland. <laughs> <laughs> As the kids say. As the kids say. Old Mid-Atlantic accents. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're drinking the Funk, which is a blueberry citrus wheat. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's an ale with natural flavors. It comes in at 5%.
0: And I assume the IBUs are nice and low. Mm -hmm. I
1: don't think they gave it to us. No, I don't see it. And that's fine. It's a wheat beer. It's going to be low. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm,
1: kind of the point. Uh, But it is made with a blueberry and Meyer lemon a Meyer lemon, Meyer lemon, M-E-Y-E-R lemon. Meyer, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay then. Made with American wheat, so here we go. Yeah, interesting looking beer. It uh, it honestly
0: is awful clear.
1: Yeah, like yeah for a wheat beer. Yeah, it's really clear. It's surprisingly clear. I was not expecting that. Yeah, there's not a whole lot floating around in it. Not a lot. No, I mean, and the uh, the head is kind of not weedy either. Well, it, it was nice and big and fluffy at first. But, but then it, it went away real quick. Yeah, it dissipated pretty quickly.
0: I mean, typically with a wheat beer, you're going to see a head that that kind of sticks around for a while. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just, yeah, Maybe I'm just asking too much. Hmm. Citrus oils. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. If you're going to have a lot of adjuncts in there, that might be killing the, the head. Mm-hmm.
1: Surprisingly, on the color, it, I was for some reason expecting, like, it says blueberry, so I was expecting something tinged more blue or purple. You I know.
0: I was kind of expecting
1: something like the uh the Rubeus by Founders a little bit kind yeah. of in that category. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it just kind of looks like a golden nail. There yeah. it's not uh I mean, it's not still, a, not a wacky color. No, it's still a good looking unit. I expected wacky color just because the can's all wacky color and it says blueberry. <laughs> 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 These are my expectations. <laughs> yeah, so come on. Basically any anytime I hear blueberry, I'm expecting a weird color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah.
0: So on the nose, it, it's got blueberry there. Yeah, It smells very blueberry. It does. I get a little bit of that citrus, too. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. I'm curious if that is a citrus adjunct or if that's more on the hops that are bringing that citrus.
1: Both. Both them. Bo- Both of them. Both them. That's country talk. Yep. <laughs> Both them <laughs> there. <laughs> on the flavor, you get a lot of blueberry as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is, uh, and it seems like it has a little bit of a citrus finish to it.
1: Yeah. It's got a little bit of a citrus finish. It's also not sweet. No, it is not. And honestly, just, yeah. that's what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, was kind of a sugar bomb. I well, I wasn't expecting that. I was uh, I actually was. expecting more of a soury.
0: I was expecting a sugar bomb. I'll yeah. admit
1: that. Well, but again, that might go back to the packaging. Can go back to the packaging, or it just could go back to the you know previous trauma from Wild Blue. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I was really hoping. And we wouldn't have to
0: dredge that one back up. That is probably one of the worst beers. I, I shouldn't say worst beers. One of the biggest disappointments I've ever had mm-hmm. in a beer. Uh, and unfortunately, when I had it, it was back in the old days of, you know, you had to buy a case. Mm. So, bought it, and it turned into uh, one beer and 23 free ones from my friends. Nice. It was bad.
1: I think I only had it once or twice, and I think it was on tap the first time i had it okay it's just such a sugary nonsense not good mess not good this one but it was eight percent so it got you it'll get you where you need to go yeah that's why i drank it at that time (laughs) this on the other hand no this is a good beer yeah no this this is a fine drinker it's Mm -hmm. not a sugar bomb it's and like i was saying i because it says funk on it and we're in the age of farmhouse and sours i was expecting something that had funk to it yeah but it really doesn't no it doesn't it's very pleasant yeah, it, it's just a nice, pleasant, fruity drinker. I can dig it. I can dig it, too.
0: Uh, I'm about it. I can dig the funk. Oh, hey, look at that. The can says just dig it.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh, no <laughs> shit. All right. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> mission accomplished. Duke will read your mind, and they sent the beer up here. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I didn't make that joke on purpose. Haha. ha. Ha ha yeah it's i I like it the finish is a little it's a little dry
0: it is a bit dry yeah uh it's not what i what you would typically expect with a wheat beer
1: right it's not dry in the sense of like some ipas are though no and it's nowhere near a brute yeah not even in the same zip code no it's just kind of like dry enough to make
0: me come back for more that's how they get you they just they just you know tickle you a little bit come back over come back over (laughs) have some more just one more sip
1: there's more blueberries. Come on. There's more blueberries up front. Come on. <laughs> Duke Claw is your friend. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done Duke
0: It has. It has. And they uh, they always uh, they make good stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. like what Duke Claw has mm-hmm. been doing. Yeah, I think they need to put a little bit more up in our area. But
0: yeah, well, uh, so question. Uh huh. Did you pick this up in the state of Pennsylvania? Nope. Did you pick this up in the state of Ohio? Yep.
1: Okay. Ohio seems to get better distro for Duke Law And I don't know why that is I don't know That seems weird Ohio, Ohio gets better distro for a lot of stuff That well, irritates me Ohio <laughs> I assume
0: they get a lot of the Midwest stuff That Pennsylvania doesn't get Yeah, like Three Floyds
1: Which right. irritates me Right <laughs> I think it's time for some news notes And eight Cool Three N's Cool I got a couple of little quick locals Yeah, fired up to get into uh, So last week we were talking about The abjuration honeycomb credit Yes Um I I did a little research and by research I mean I just asked Dave and Tom (laughs) Uh, the we were talking about we weren't sure what the minimum was to invest in them yeah it's $100 oh okay yeah yeah. so awesome yeah yeah so unlike you know again hearkening back to the modern times investment thing where you had to invest 252 (laughs) right you can just do simply a hundred and just to catch up anybody who didn't listen to last week's episode abjuration is uh, partnered with Honeycomb Credit which is a local community bank it's a funding campaign mm-hmm. but what they're looking to do is seek twenty thousand dollars in funding for a minimum okay and to help uh, improve their business and pay off past uh, equipment acquisitions yeah yeah and then they're capping the loan at fifty thousand. Okay. So if they reach, but if they reach 50,000, they can do, uh, they can buy a whole lot more equipment. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That's how money works. Yeah. Yeah. That's how money works. <laughs> but they have it all tiered out. Okay. So you can see where they're going to spend the money when they hit certain goals. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Where exactly would you be able to find this information again?
1: So you got to go to honeycombcredit.com. Okay. And then just click on uh, the live campaigns. Gotcha. And it's right there. Honeycomb Credit is, in case you've never heard of it, which I'm assuming many people haven't. No, before
0: abjuration, I had never heard of this outfit.
1: Uh, It's because they are very Pittsburgh local. Oh. But they do a lot with funding small business.
0: Okay. I had no idea it was a a Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh-centric business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: I I didn't either until I looked into it. (laughs) All right, then. But, yeah, they... And they've worked with other local businesses like uh, you know Bakeries and the pickle or the Pittsburgh Pickle Company. Okay, yeah, so and they,
0: they make good stuff, yeah, so
1: it, they, they they try to back people who give back to the community. Have you ever had their hot pickles?: No, I actually you, haven't yet. You should. I'll get there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> go go to the uh, the market district. They got them there. Oh, okay, it's worth it. Okay, okay. It's a good
1: ass pickles. <laughs> oh, good ass pickles. Maybe I'll just wait till pickle fest in July twenty whatever, <laughs> and then not get wedged onto the bridge. Yeah, send a actually Move send out. a runner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Send a runner at Pittsburgh pickle. I mean, fest. there's got
0: to be somebody that works for
1: Uber Eats that'll go in there and get something for you. Right, <laughs> I'll be over Bakersfield. <laughs> Bring me pickles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but. Uh, we were talking last week, they had already reached, um, it was like 2,000 Okay. when we were talking last week. Yeah. Uh, so at time of recording now, they're up to 7,700. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is uh, with probably like 40 days left or something like that. Okay. Funding, uh, the, the whole campaign closes June 25th. Gotcha. So you have until June 25th to invest. And the interest is 11%. So if you I- invest $100, you get $138 back.
0: That's that's not bad. Yeah, that's damn good. Yeah, I'm curious and what the time
1: frame is to get that money back. Obviously, 60 that, month. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a 60 month uh, term term length. So. Check it out. Abjuration is a really good brewery. You've probably heard them once or twice on this show. You've probably heard them talk, heard us talk about them 15 or so times. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we,
0: we are definitely fans of, uh, of that brewery. Yeah. And, and they're, Dave and Tom.
1: They're, they're definitely looking to expand uh, just the amount of barrels they can produce. Because mm-hmm. they have one of the worst good problems, and that's they can't keep their beer. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's my one short one. Okay. My other short one is uh, Gr- uh, Grist House is celebrating their... 5th anniversary it has been 5 years already yeah that's awesome yeah congratulations uh, May 25th and 26th this was written up by our friend Adam Sorma from the Porter Brewery Tours mm-hmm. he did a little article for them on very local Pittsburgh but uh yeah oh I didn't know he worked for very local Pittsburgh yeah he he writes an article
0: oh I didn't know that yeah yeah well, I'm check it
1: out <laughs> he writes an article called uh, ABV uh that makes sense mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. well I'll have to go read it and support Yes. Uh, but yeah, he he did a little write up for the uh, fifth anniversary, and they're looking on the twenty fifth. They're doing a triple can release. Okay, and they're releasing the double hazedelic juice grenade. Mm-hmm. So the hazadelic juice grenade, but, but double. double. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you know Sam, Sam loves that beer. Oh yes, I'm a big fan as well. I so. know
0: several people that are a fan of that of that beer. Yeah.
1: Well, now it's doubled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're doing kaboom candy. Uh, the, the raspberry passion fruit fruit version. Ooh. And then they're doing one of their uh, sippas, which is their sour IPAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Celebrations Sippa, and it is carrot cake inspired. Carrot cake. Yeah. That's wacky. Yeah, so I'm going to leave that to you and Sam to figure out whether or not that's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because of the, the sippa or because of the carrot cake?
1: Because of the sour part. Oh, okay. I do like carrot cake and I do like IPA. So you got two out of three going.
0: Right. Because I got two out of three going because right. I like sours and I like carrot cake. Right. <laughs>
1: I feel so, like I feel like Sam might be the one that doesn't like carrot cake. That sounds right because <laughs> he he doesn't love sweets. So <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. So between the three of us, we'll be
0: able to form some sort of opinion, right? In theory, in theory, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so this is a a triple can release that was the May twenty fifth, twenty sixth.
1: Twenty uh, fifth is the triple can release, and then the twenty sixth they've invited five out of state breweries to come pour. Oh, so it's okay. it's not a brew fest. They're there are breweries that are just coming to pour. They haven't announced what breweries. They're
0: kind of doing like a guest tap kind of thing. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But yeah. with, you know, tables and...
1: Yeah, it's a celebration. That's a celebration, bitches. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, they haven't announced which breweries yet, but I'm, you know, I'm assuming they're not going to get trash, so... <laughs> well, no, that's homebrew. Well, that's also local. So. <laughs> they said out of state. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not going to get garbage. No, absolutely are not. Beer. Yeah.
0: No. So I have a... Uh, I, I, it's not really news. I guess it's notes. But uh, apparently Untapped, everybody knows Untapped. And if you don't, well, Untapped is a, uh, a mobile app that you're able to track your beers in terms of consumption, in terms of ratings, in terms of locations, things like that. But it is a, it, I would say, probably the preeminent mobile app when it comes to beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, rate beer doesn't really have anything... Beer Advocate doesn't really have anything. They do. You just,
1: nobody cares about them. Exactly.
0: I, I, I guess it's the most prominent. Right. So, uh, they uh, had their first beer fest, the Untapped Beer Festival in Charlotte. Interesting. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was last weekend. Uh, and apparently, they went through some growing pains. Okay. And they uh, they had it at the Bank of Ameri- America Stadium. Okay. That is the home of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Uh, they anticipated 10,000 people showing up. Which is monstrous. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, because I, it, I think Great American Beer Fest is like twelve to fifteen.
1: Right, and that's the biggest, biggest, biggest. Yeah, so over a weekend, like yeah, and it's very industry focused because it uh, has the awards and there's a lot of things going right. on at GABF.
0: There, <laughs> there's a lot of who's who going right. on there. Yeah, uh, I don't know what Untapped had for that in terms of pedigree. I know they had a lot of big breweries and a lot of small breweries there, but they had a lot of growing pains that that a lot of people were saying should not have happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the big things, and there was nothing you could do about it, was weather in the area came in while everybody was trying to file into the stadium. Right on. Uh, In terms of lightning in the area. (laughs) Uh, And unfortunately, what the issue is, is that the stadium policy is that you can't let anybody into the stadium. Uh, weather. Oh, so oh, so a bunch so, of people had to stay
1: outside and be wet. Yeah. Uh,
0: and the other thing was apparently there were some timing issues for the VIP guests. Okay. Uh, in so much that uh, breweries were still getting set up. They're still going through their setup process while sessions were starting to begin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, as in breweries were like half hour, 45 minutes, an hour late to opening
1: yeah you know i saw that at the pittsburgh beer fest too i could imagine that like breweries not showing up and breweries not being ready to go when it was time to go right everybody knows what times it starts right but that, that's the thing is like if it was not necessarily representatives of the brewery and just volunteers true true and that's something you that's don't what know happens. right yeah uh hmm Okay. So <laughs> anything else? No, toilets flooding. <laughs> no, there wasn't anything okay.
0: like that. It wasn't like the Oakland Coliseum where the the toilets are, you know, opening in okay. inside the uh, the locker rooms or anything like that. It was just it's very interesting that even something as large as a 10,000 person festival goes through the same growing pains as you would see in a local beer festival.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter the size. Well, especially because it was the first one, and it's like they've never really done, like, have they ever organized anything like that before? I don't don't know of anything
0: that they have. Yeah. But to me, there's enough professionals out there that that have done this, (laughs) that in terms of even just the breweries that have been involved or were involved, somebody there should have said, hey, guys, we've done this long enough. We need to do it this way. Oh yeah, sure. So, so it was just just found that very interesting. Okay. So hopefully they will be back next year, bigger, better, faster, stronger.
1: I guess I I, I don't care.
0: <laughs> I don't um, wish ill upon anyone. Yeah, that's I mean, why I'm we, hoping for good things.
1: We have we have so many beer fests that we have to focus on right that, that I don't really care about Untaps because I honestly the way you're pitching it to me and it sounds a lot like the All Star. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. sounds. It sounds like it might have been a lot like the All Star that was in Pittsburgh. It, it and I don't want to get into the details, and I don't want to say something that is incorrect. All Star was trash.
0: <laughs>
1: oh no, I have no problem saying oh, that. Okay, okay, no, that's
0: that. I'm, I'm talking about on the Untapped Festival side okay. of things. No, the one that they had at PNC Park, I was highly disappointed in. Yeah, I. It was not. It was not a good showing. Fair enough, and, and that's coming from somebody who has been to
1: at least three beer festivals. <laughs> I've been to at least three. I know. <laughs> right on. Well, if you were at the Untapped Beer Festival, email us at hopnationusa at com and tell us everything that went wrong and how much you hated it. Or follow us on Twitter at hopnationusa and tell us there. Slide in those DMs. Tell us Untapped is trash. We'll go, yeah. <laughs> or tell us it's the
0: best thing ever. Or do whatever, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just...
1: Adam will encourage you to do whatever, because yeah. he doesn't read all that I just, do. <laughs> just somebody talk to us, please. <laughs> we're, we're lonely. Uh, let's see. So, uh, we've we were talking. We've been talking local at the beginning, mm-hmm. and I want to extend as far as we can with news. Okay. I guess. As far as I found news. <laughs> okay. So, I found this on the Brewbound uh, website. Okay. Brewbound.com? Uh, yours. The Nicaragua Craft Beer Company... Okay. The first in the country. Nice. Is going to be distributing their Panga Drops killer pills to America. No shit. Yes, in twelve states. Are we? Are, are we one of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> But it is Ohio are Going you serious? back, serious? <laughs> yes <laughs> Going back to Ohio Gets Better Distro <laughs> So the, the Nicaraguan Brewery Are they only selling Sending the one beer? It looks like it's only the one beer okay. For right now So they, they were Originally they had like Small limited release In Los Angeles and New York Okay But now they're expanding it to Arizona, California, Delaware And the other state that touches up. <laughs> so you get both ends of Pennsylvania right. Getting touched <laughs> Right uh, Florida Kansas, Kentucky, which we talked about last week, mm-hmm. New York, both Carolinas, Oregon, Ohio, and Rhode Island. How does Rhode Island get into that mix? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get a lot of the other ones. Kansas is another one, but... Yeah, Kansas is another one. It's like, how do you get that? Why, yeah. why you? Yeah. What's... There must be like a hub or so, uh, a shipping hub. There must be. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but that's... Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah it's so weird that they, those are the states that got picked, but those are the states that they're going through. So I, I looked a little further into why is a Nicaraguan brewery uh, sending us beer? Money? Well, yes, money that's always the driving factor, always money, but it it was actually started by two Americans aha uh-huh. yeah, okay, and then I got really mad. <laughs> why? Well, because from everything I can tell, it looks like two Americans went down and started a brewery on the beach. Oh shit, and like I said earlier, th- this is the first craft brewery in the country, so they have a very open market they're not fighting with it. <laughs> wow that's a. That's a good-ass idea. Yeah, I even looked on a map. The fucking brewery is three blocks from the beach. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so the beer they're sending up, they're Keller Pills. It's called Panga Drops, mm-hmm. and I looked into what that is. Uh, it is named after the surfing spot that's uh, on the beach. Oh, That's okay. by the beach that they're yeah, near, which is uh, the San Juan de la Sur. All right. Yeah. San la- San Juan de la Sur, Nicaragua. Go on down there and check out the Nicaraguan Craft Beer Company and all their damn luck and smart ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Very bitter. <laughs> just because it sounds like two dudes just like, oh, we know how to go live the best life we can. We're on the beach in a market without. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is Nicaraguan Craft Beer Company.
0: If you want to be on the show, gotta fly us let us know gotta fly us book us a flight
1: (laughs) we'll sleep on the brewery floor you can pair up with somebody in costa rica i don't care they're very close yeah that's fine (laughs) yeah uh fly us down we'll bring our equipment Mm -hmm, we'll mm -hmm. talk to Mm -hmm. you yeah sure we'll we'll check a bag yeah (laughs) we'll check a bag check a bag (laughs) bag with microphones and shit (laughs) yeah it's cool
0: let us know hit us up
1: (laughs) the the one thing i did find interesting about that as well is the uh the packaging Okay. They're coming in the eight-ounce pony cans. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they they said they did it that way just because they found the beer usually gets warm if you're drinking more than eight ounces. Wait. Okay. Because yeah, it's in a can, and if it sits in the can... I guess... Ah. The, the, I get, well, I mean, if you're on the beach in Nicaragua... Right, right. Versus... You have to remember, this is Central America. This isn't even just, like, this isn't... This isn't Miami. This yeah, it's isn't... not Ma- Miami. It's not San Diego. It's not... Yeah, this is... <laughs> This, this is, is hot heat. hot yeah that's okay all right that makes sense this is hot hot they're one country away from panama <laughs> <laughs> all right then hot 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 hot. all right yeah we also need more listens in central america yeah so i figure i bring that up nicaragua get at us <laughs> yeah nicaragua get at us <laughs> we're talking about you now argentina's been killing it for us in south america show <laughs> who's boss yeah <laughs> We need Central America listeners now. If you can't win the CONCACAF, at least you can win the Nation. Yeah. thing. <laughs> <It's a> thing.
0: <laughs> uh, so speaking of things, mm-hmm. uh, The Funk. Yeah. The, the Blueberry Citrus Wheat yes. by Ducla. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can dig on
1: it. Yeah, it's a real drinkable summer beer.
0: I can see where this would be a good one for drinking on the back porch. Okay. Yeah. I can see this as a good summer beer. Yeah, some reason, it doesn't feel like a tailgate beer to me. No, no, I would agree with that. Uh, to me, this is a, a an early evening relaxer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I,
1: yeah, Not, I not like. necessarily a grass cutter, mm-hmm. but an early evening relaxer. Fair enough. Yeah, it, it, like it would go well with your fruit salad brunch, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not... I don't know. For some, it doesn't feel like a tailgate beer to me. mm I just, no. I just don't feel it like that. And that's okay. Yeah. But it is, it's a it's a fine blueberry beer. It's not overly sweet. It's not overly citrusy. It's also not sour or funky. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have any kind of Belgian or farmhouse or Saison funk to it. Right. So, yeah. Works right. for me. Yeah, I can dig it. I drink it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what do you say we take a break? Yes. Get ratcheted up for section
1: two. Segment two. Coming up.
0: Segment. Yeah. Segment, section, session
1: yeah sure whatever (laughs) don't call it sessions why not jason will sue us (laughs) is that oh yeah you're right yeah Yeah. all all the breaking brews are sessions yeah you're right (laughs) guess we can't do that sorry jason
0: get sued (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll stop that i don't want to step on any toes
1: (laughs) all right we'll be back bye join us may 11th for the third annual north hills home brew fest at the pittsburgh shrine center picnic pavilion Home brewers from around the area will be featuring their best beers for you to taste while competing for the grand prize of
0: having their beer brewed and served at Penn Brewery.
1: The event will feature raffles, auctions, painting with a twist, food from Vagabond Tacos and Oakmont Barbecue, a live home brewing demo by Kegel
0: Brewing, and a live podcast by us, Hop Nation USA.
1: Tickets are $35 for VIP, 25 for general admission, and only 5 for designated drivers. Proceeds go to benefit the Shriners. Purchase tickets, or if you're a homebrewer, get your entry form
0: at seriashriners.org. Just click on the events tab, and we'll see you on the 11th. Yeah, we're back. It's 106. Let's drink beer.
1: Yeah, you gotta do I mean, if you're gonna come in with that kind of, you know, shitty radio voice, you might as well be like, you're on the HNUSA 106.5. We'll get you hopped up. Or .2, because this is segment two. (laughs) <laughs> but not session two yeah get hopped up with 106.2 no
0: okay no i'm not gonna do that Sorry, we're right talking then. we're talking wheat beers radio boy <laughs> <laughs> no no maybe <laughs> i don't know if we get this more listens i'll do it <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know i'll shell out i don't That's care it's fine whatever <laughs> It's Adam and Hopfarts in the morning <laughs> Hopfarts? <laughs> uh, <are> we gonna, <laughs>
0: we gonna, A-Dog and Big Steve <laughs> It's just gonna prank call Orox And ask when their wheat beer comes out <laughs> That's awful
1: Yeah Oh wow We can do prank calls though We can just call people and be like You got Prince Albert in a can? Cause they're canning
0: uh, Oh <laughs> Is there a Prince Albert beer? There has this to be. Probably has to be. Somebody has done that f- simply for that joke.
1: Right, yeah. Simply for the joke that they have Prince Albert in a can. Who fucking did it? <laughs> Let me go to... <laughs> Which one of <are> you? <laughs> who is the person? Let me see here. Who's in trouble? So,
0: Tuatura Brewery, they have made one. Tuatura? Tuatura. They're out of New Zealand. Okay. So, yeah, that's not that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, Krostein. They made one. They're out of Nebraska. Okay. They have a Prince Albert. I don't know if it's in a can.
1: It should be. It has to be. Like, you can't, don't be, don't be so dumb to half-ass it. <laughs> well, it might be. Okay. Sorry, my dude.
0: Okay. Yeah, it might have been just the one to tap. Ugh. So, so, cross-strain. Oh, it's cross-strain. Cross-strain? Cross-strain. Okay. They, they spelled it weird. Fair enough. Yeah, they don't have Prince Albert in a can. Uh, so let's call them. They have Prince Albert on top <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's sucks. talk about the beer that we have in front of us.
1: Instead, come of- on Dan to the Cow Danny Fair. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Prince Albert in a can. <laughs> We've got chicken fights. You fight the fish chicken, you fight the second <laughs> chicken, you get up on the third, and you go home with a tractor on the day.
0: <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, that's the best.
1: That's all I can think about when you said it was New Zealand. I know that's Australia, but I don't it's just care. Like, same accent. It doesn't matter. Uh, Take no. that, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Your flags are the
0: same, too. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right. We're talking beer. We're talking wheat beers. Uh, this one is... We've got wheat beers. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> a... God off. <laughs> so, uh, Harpoon is who we're talking. Mm-hmm. Uh... We've done them before previously. Kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so it's one of their UFO beers. Okay. The UFO is kind of ubiquitous when it comes to the wheats and the wits. Right. So this is the UFO Big Wit. Ah. Oh. A subtly citrusy and boldly spiced unfiltered wheat beer. Okay. Six... Is po- it, what? Oh, uh, never mind. I was yeah, going to say 6.8.
1: Yeah. 26 IBUs. Okay. That's actually not as big as I was expecting. No, I was, I was expecting an 8. <laughs> well there is an eight it's just after the point boo <laughs> it's there okay you, i could show you if you want no it's fine but i just i was ex- when you say big wit i'm expecting like an eight five weight wheat beer mm-hmm. right go I, big yeah <laughs> go big is there a bigger wit <laughs> i assume okay i, I don't know <laughs> i assume i just uh, assume i don't know no, no, no. i don't want to wish anything don't, bad don't, i just want to uh, drink the beer yeah, no, just let me pour the beer please don't make me do things <laughs> Come on, see, Greg at the kissing booth. <laughs> Kisses are a dollar. Kids kiss for free. <laughs> so weird. We've got Jim Jeffrey.
0: <laughs> oh shit! That's a tall pour. Here, you get to drink all of this.
1: <laughs>
0: it looks like the last one, except it doesn't have any head on it. Yeah,
1: there's like no head on this beer. What the hell? What the frig? Yeah, also, it, it, it is a little lighter in color. A skosh. A skosh. We also did change the lighting, so it might. That is true. Between segments, <laughs> I did have to change the light, light bulbs
0: So, yeah. Here in, in Hop Nation Central, also known as my dining room. It's your dining room. I guess that's what you call this yep. area.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I know you're used to eating your get go on the couch, but. <laughs> that is very
0: true, yes. Sometimes I'll upgrade and get Moe's on the couch. Ooh. Yeah, wow.
1: that's payday. Ooh. But yeah, th- this beer though is uh, it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. No head, no head, and uh, it's a you know a straw color. It uh, it, honestly, it it smells a bit more fruity than the last one, which was supposed to have fruit in it. Maybe I wasn't listening. Did you say that there was like orange in this one? There's usually orange peel. Yeah, in I a think there there's orange and I think coriander and it's coriander. Let's see, they added lots of coriander and white pepper. Uh yes, the white pepper. You gotta have that. And then we threw in extra orange peel. Okay, so yes, there is supposed to be orange peel. Right. So that's what you're smelling. That's orange it. peel. Yes. Not the white pepper. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not getting much is like spice. No, and I yeah. I I don't think that's the point of this. Yeah, spirit. it smells like fruity citrus. Which well, is fine. Yeah. We drink, we find out. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. The one thing that
0: I will give it credit for is it does have a very wheaty mouthfeel. Yeah. Which is a really pretentious thing to say.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it does. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: But it does it it has a very full mouthfeel it's very i can't say pillowy
1: no it's not pillowy it's not but it's very very wheaty yeah yeah if you've had yeah if you've had any other wheat beers in your past this is a wheat beer and it's very obvious that it's a wheat beer right it just tastes it has that wheatiness it's not a caramel malt in any way i'm not getting much in the way of the adjuncts that they're talking about. No,
0: I, it, the only way you got that on, on the sip was when you had your nose right there. Yeah. And you smelled it.
1: That was it. Yeah. You, you get orange on the nose. I don't taste any coriander or white pepper. So there's like zero like spicy tinge to it. But to their credit, they, and they did not advertised that on the label yes i did it says and then we added lots of coriander and white pepper they okay. said lots and they did say lots i'll give you that <laughs> don't say lots if it don't taste like <laughs> so but they didn't put it in the name okay that's fine that's yeah.
0: that's what i was driving at was they yeah. didn't put in the name they didn't slather it all over the label they just put it on the back yeah it's not pepper wit right exactly it's yeah. not a pepper wit it's not a citrus
1: wit it's not you know orange explosion in your face and then somebody throws pepper there yeah they didn't call it the big o wit which would be big orange wit right that's how you label that right <laughs> or bow for short
0: ufo b-o-w <laughs>
1: this saturday it jurgles gross stupid gross and stupid <laughs> <laughs> Grouped? Yeah, I, I feel upset and I don't know how to express myself <laughs> I don't know, yeah Was it the Jurgles joke? Yes <laughs> Okay <laughs> Again, with the hyper-local humor <laughs> Right <laughs> Well, speaking of hyper-local we you're gonna talk local-ish Yes To Pennsylvania Yes Yes We watched a movie Hooray Hooray <laughs> So, uh, we watched a movie called Port in PA
0: Yes, uh, and I must say we watched it separately Yeah Yeah, Uh, our own due time in our respective houses. We
1: both own Prime accounts. (laughs) Yes, thank God for that. And uh, that's why we watched it because now it's on Prime. (laughs) We're lazy. Also true. Yes. Yeah, we're lazy. We don't like paying for things. We're millennials. We're millennials. Uh, But we didn't steal it. We did watch it on Prime. So whatever numbers they get off that, they get. They got their receipt. Yeah. Yes. Legit. Legit. But yeah, we watched the movie Port and Pa, and the movie itself is basically what it it, it, everything's in the title it's a movie about beer in pennsylvania yes yes and it it covers
0: the big boys down to the little guys pretty much which which is one thing i appreciated about the about
1: the film yeah yeah i mean honestly it it took me a little bit to get a handle on the film because it goes everywhere it does it
0: it, yeah there was no set narrative it it seemed like a lot of you know a lot of pieces yeah, put it, together, which yeah. they were fine pieces, but there didn't seem to be a running narrative through the whole thing.
1: Not really, no. The the narrative is, Pennsylvania, come visit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, but once he kind of
0: figured out what, what their deal was, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a good film.
1: Yeah, once I yeah once I got the handle of like how they're gonna structure it because like you said, there's no running narrative. So like usually when you, know, you watch a, narr- uh, a documentary, there's some sort of running narrative, but rather there's just like a lot of little stories mm-hmm. throughout this. And then there also because I'm thinking like there's the other documentary that was Blood, Sweat and Beers, I believe. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, and I, it it focused on just three breweries gotcha and one of them was brew gentlemen and then two other ones it wasn't a it wasn't a pennsylvania only yeah um but yeah the this port in pa they we say they go everywhere with their little stories they also go everywhere across the state yes like it, no I don't, I don't i can't maybe the little space between erie and the poconos up in that north center <laughs> So they, Is the only un, Unrepresented area
0: They they touched on it Very very briefly With Straub Straub was mentioned In past They mentioned Straub Yeah So they, they got that corner A little bit uh, But yeah they hit They hit, obviously, Philly and Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. and they spent a lot of time in those areas. And considering the populations there, that makes sense. Right. Uh, But they hit areas like Williamsport, Erie. Uh, They got up in the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. They got in the State College. They got in the Allentown. You know, they they hit all the pockets. Right. Uh, And not only that, they got into small breweries that don't even have a, 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 a town You know A a city associated with them They got into the towns And the villages And things like that And that's what I appreciated Yeah Was it wasn't just the The quote unquote Normal Pennsylvania breweries That you You hear
1: And see all the time Right There were some breweries I had never heard of There was one I hadn't heard of Uh, I think it was Zero Day I had never heard of them Yeah I would never heard of Zero Day But I think they're They're out Towards Philadelphia Or Or no They're Harrisburg Yeah Yeah I had never heard of them But I was like Mm -hmm. Oh hey that's kind of cool Right there's a place to check out that I haven't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I've never heard of. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, I've heard of most of the breweries featured. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to see the ones that like, like I've had beer from autos before. Yes. But I've never seen anybody from autos talk about their beer or what their operation is mm-hmm. like. Who, who is the the person behind the beer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. and then that's kind of the cool. That's the overarching thing that you get to f- see is you get to meet pretty much everybody who's behind beer mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania.
0: Right. One of the things that that was interesting was how they worked with the Yingling story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how they started the started the movie, but they didn't lean on it too
1: much. And I was kind of thankful for that. And I Me too. Think a lot of other people. Might be happy about that. However, you feel about Yingling and their role in craft beer, mm-hmm. like they, it's a story you can't ignore. Exactly, they are America's oldest brewery.
0: Yeah, you have to include them in this story,
1: right? No yeah. matter what, right? They're yeah, and that's the other thing is they serve as the I don't want to say endpoint. For breweries, but they serve as like the pinnacle of what you can achieve you can become the biggest craft beer producer According to the Brewers Association's definition of craft brewery, right? You know you you can achieve all these things in Pennsylvania and then that's what when you look at the smaller breweries You know they had that way paid for them by Yingling mm-hmm. whether you like Yingling or not Whether you agree with Dick Yingling and his politics, you know, that's a whole other story We're not yeah, gonna get all into that, that aside, but thankfully they didn't lean too much on Yingling in the movie right? to like really annoy people with that, I and, think. And the other thing was they didn't completely ignore them either. No, because you can't. No. It's, it's too big.
0: I, that <laughs> was one thing that I was kind of afraid of, mm-hmm. that they would just sort of ignore it because they're one of the quote-unquote big guys.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they're they they they're the biggest craft beer producer, and they're the reason PA is the biggest beer producer of all oh, 50 absolutely. states. absolutely. Of all 50 oh, yeah. states, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean... Troggs puts out a lot, but yes. <laughs> don't think they put out as much as England. No, <laughs> England they don't. <laughs> They got that hands down. Yeah. Uh I, I know um I know the uh the, the, the artisanal conglomeration between uh Victory and Southern Tier. The ABV. Yeah. I know they put out a lot, but that also goes across three states and <laughs> Wait, three states? <laughs> yeah. Uh 6 point. I thought they were out of Brooklyn, New York. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I'm just (laughs) stupid. (laughs) I'm just stupid. (laughs) Although it could be three states. How do you figure? Because they did open, I think they opened something in South Carolina or Virginia. South Point. Yeah. South Point. Six Point. No, no, no. I mean, they just have a conglomeration brewery. Oh, 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 oh. oh. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like the way we have a Pittsburgh brew pub, they have something in the South that it isn't in, pits, in uh, Pennsylvania, it is in Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte, th- North as a Carolina. Matter of fact, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it is three states. I'm back to winning <laughs> loophole. <laughs> loophole. I win. <laughs> they brew in Charlotte. Ha ha. Fuck you. I win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, once the narrative got got established,
1: it, yeah. was, it was a good. It, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I guess that was like kind of the big criticism for me. So for other people who watch this movie, I would suggest this movie for anybody who is living in PA and kind of wants uh, like a high level overview mm-hmm. of you know what beers like in PA and you don't really know about it or if you're outside of PA yes, and you want to know what our beer seems you're like. You're curious what it yeah yeah,
0: you know what's good what's bad.
1: Right if you want to yeah if you want that for me I, I was looking for something a little more in depth just because I felt like they glossed over a lot of stuff really quickly. Yeah like when they got into the section about how weird and stupid our laws are I wanted more on that I did I too <laughs> because
0: there is a lot of weird and stupid stuff
1: yeah uh, you know our blue laws are, are ridiculous our laws are so fucky <laughs> yes yes I, I would say Puritan laws yeah yeah they're, they're yeah they're they're based on Quaker and Puritan laws mm-hmm. to begin with and mm-hmm. like they're so goofy and weird and I, I wanted more on that I but. did too I, and that was something that I didn't even think about mm-hmm. when
0: I started the movie but once they 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 broached that topic is like oh, oh, they're going to get in some good stuff
1: here. Huh? Yeah, give yeah.
0: me give me more. Yeah, And then it, it didn't.
1: And I, I half wonder if maybe they didn't uh, get too deep into that because lately our laws have been changing very quickly. And that was something that they had mentioned was right. w- within
0: the course of a year, it went from you have to buy a case of 24 mm-hmm. to then you could go down to 12. Mm-hmm. And then a few months later, you could get down to a six-pack and singles.
1: Right. And there was days where you couldn't, like... It, the olden days, the dark days, right? Where you can walk out with more than 120 ounces or something. Yeah, know. yeah. So, yeah, things have been changing. So maybe they didn't want to, you know, get too deep into that and have that become not evergreen content, right? To put it in the parlance of our podcasting friends. Yes, <laughs>
0: but, and that was something else. Uh, talking about evergreen uh, content, uh, that they went outside the breweries as well. They went to the uh, the maltsters. They went mm-hmm. to The hop farms,
1: not the brewery, the actual hop. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Although they probably should have done that too. I think that was some of my other favorite content that they put in there. Was Mm -hmm. going to the monsters and to the hop farm, Mm -hmm. just because I think that's something I don't see a lot of. You have no reason to, right? Yeah, I have no reason to, so I don't get I don't get into that that much. But it is something that's coming up in in our area a lot. So Mm -hmm. they're featuring Deer Creek as a monster, but just even recently, I think. I don't know if C&C and Butler was open when I, this film was being made. Right. I don't know that. Yeah. But now C&C is open. So we are getting more and more maltsters mm-hmm. to get that craft malt. Right.
0: It was nice that they had it had the the ingredients from that perspective. And they also had the perspective from the Department of Agriculture, the mm-hmm. State Department of, uh, Department of Agriculture, that they had that perspective as well. And they recognized, hey, this is an up and coming sector. Mm. You know, we're making money off of this. Yeah we're helping the economy this is a good thing
1: yeah 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 it really is it it, it showcases how it's not just barbacks and brewers right. that are getting jobs out of this right He's, we actually have farming going into it yes. And i appreciate that kind of farming because we waste so much fucking food and right. corn yeah. Yeah. Like, let's replace that with something that's going to get used. Right. I'll drink all the damn <laughs> barley. I don't care. <laughs> It'll be earmarked. Trust yeah. me. Let's stop burning silos of corn, or maybe just throw it into a mash. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. Pick. Just pick. <laughs> just. <laughs> just pick. Just let us know. Yeah. Just stop wasting. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought it was a good
0: film. Mm-hmm. Uh, there obviously with any film, there's going to be some some tweaks yeah you know stuff like that but they sure as hell made a better film than what i could have
1: fair enough you know from a filmmaking perspective being that i have a degree and it, it's true you actually <laughs> if, have the right to make these yeah. if i mean i haven't made a film in forever i just make commercials but that's fine if i were to be a little nitpicky and Nit-pick I, in, in, introduce what uh we learned in school which was called the comment sandwich the the compliment sandwich Yes. That's yes. where you start with something good mm-hmm. and then Something to work on. Something something to work on. And then something good. You end with something good. I do want to remark how like really well shot it was. Yes. Like you it's definitely shot on, you know, top end gear. It mm-hmm. looks very nice. You have great like cheesecake shots. Cheesecake shots? Yeah, cheesecake shots of just like, you know, you, you get like uh, the one shot that stuck out to me was they were uh panning past this towering palette of East End Big Hop. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> it's got just like, you. That's a good, you know, it's a good cheesecake shot of that. <laughs>
0: I want that. Give yeah, me that. Yeah, it's just like, oh, look at all that beer. It's so good.
1: <laughs> but if I had to mention something to work on, it, it, the, the B-roll was a little off for me at times. Okay. It seems like they were showing images that didn't quite match up with the narrative that was being told. Example. Uh, one that kind of stuck out to me, and I guess it wasn't maybe something that was as clear, but they were talking about uh, education in PA, mm-hmm. and how a number of colleges have been opening up um, uh, brewing courses, yes. where you can learn to become a brewer. During that time, the B-roll was showing, I think they were students, it, that, and that's why it wasn't clear to me. Mm-hmm. It was showing students on a bottling and canning line. Yes, I remember that. Yeah.
0: And I to me, my thought was, okay, they must have a facility at at the college right and that's part of their like their lab yeah that's that was the conclusion i came up with
1: and i i guess but i guess if i were trying to show that i would have showed like students in a classroom learning or in the actual lab that they have yeah not doing grunt work you know what I'm saying? Not, right. Not that, you know, it's not an important part. So my counterpoint to that would be
0: is that would be part of the education that the brewers of Pennsylvania would be looking for, mm-hmm. is to be able to run a canner, to be able to yes. go through the packaging, you know, and all that stuff and understand how that equipment works. So to me, that made sense.
1: Mm, it didn't for me. And that it being as a person that worked in a mill mm-hmm. who was trained on uh, to produce PVC out of a $5 million German piece of technology. Yeah. I didn't go to college for that. Was it called the Krauthammer? Hammer? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Can, can we call it the Kraut Hammer? No, there was no hammer involved. I don't care. There's knives involved. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, for me, I just feel like you don't need to go to college to learn a canner. You need to go to college to learn chemistry. You need to go to mm-hmm. college to learn, you know, uh, proper brewing techniques and things like that. So fair I just felt like maybe they should have showed that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, to. You know and my compliment sandwich yes back to like what they were filming Mm -hmm. as far as like the breweries and Seeing all the operations like the the inside track of seeing everything all the different breweries all the way You know different sizes. Yeah, because you got to see like uh, I believe you got to see like the bottling and canning lines for like yards Mm -hmm. and uh, North Country like North Country, it seems like they have a real nice operation. Yeah. Big open space and they have like giant pallets mm-hmm. looming over everybody <laughs> of their canned beers. Everything looks good. But then you see like the smaller operations. You know, people are all like crammed shoulder to shoulder with their tanks. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's very intimate space yeah so uh, yeah they definitely did a good job with like when you're featuring what breweries mm-hmm. yeah you know? but again just like some, sometimes some of the b-roll didn't match that's fair. like they're t- you know somebody was talking but they were showing b-roll of another another brewery mm-hmm. it's like mm, yeah. right but yeah hey, that's i i didn't have a problem with that i did have one issue uh-huh. uh
0: and that was actually with the uh i guess you would call it the the name plates of the subtitles uh uh-huh. i don't know what you call them
1: the, you can call them Chiron's Chiron's okay yeah but uh, yeah name plates are fine yeah. yeah
0: so what you know they would have the, the person they were interviewing mm-hmm. and then right below it, they would have where they were from usually yeah. the brewery and, and then the right, brewery's right. location I have a 55 inch TV yeah I had to sit up and squint every time a name came up to figure out what mm. brewery and what city it was mm. coming from it was not
1: it, it didn't work yeah okay
0: now that's, <laughs> this is this is obviously getting into the minutia and has nothing to do with the story right but it was a little distracting. Still,
1: it's still, yeah, when it's yeah. information that you can't read, that yeah, that is distracting, <laughs> right? And, and that is that is getting into the nitpicks. Yeah, I was I was sitting closer, so I didn't really have gotcha. Like I had, yeah, I was in my office, just sitting in my chair watching my TV, so it was fine. I like I to think it.
0: that you had a big big beer and you're
1: eating pork rinds. No, I haven't had pork rinds in a long time. I could go for some pork rinds. But I was drinking the Border Irish Blessing. I was drinking a homebrew. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I actually made it, it. I actually made it about halfway through the through the film when I realized, wait a minute, I'm not drinking a beer.
1: <laughs> Why am I not drinking a beer? <laughs> Should be drinking a beer. This, with is, this. is stupid. Yeah. Pause. So Pause you like drank a homebrew, and I was drinking not a PA beer. <laughs> so. Way to support. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, overall, I thought it was a, a very good film. Uh, mm-hmm. Highly enjoyable. To me, one of the fun things from, for me was all the breweries that I know and have been to. Mm-hmm. You know, all the folks all that we All the people you did to. recognize, yeah. Right. Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've drank that beer. I've been in that brewery space. Right. Oh, all that stuff. You know, that was just kind of, that was kind of like watching the... Uh, the The Batman movie
1: that was filmed in Pittsburgh, right? And checking all the,
0: all the, <laughs> you know, all the spots around town. It's kind of like that for me.
1: Yeah, the same. I, yeah, it was really cool seeing all that stuff. And like I said, it, I definitely suggest it for anybody who's looking to travel to PA, yes. or if they're, you know, if you haven't seen like a beer documentary per se. There again, everything on this is very high level. Yes. So they don't get much into beer making, but you get into like stories. You get into how PA helps, like we've already mentioned, with education, edu- agriculture. You get into, you know, charity. Um, they got into, they featured uh, the Harris uh, Family Brewery. Yes, I really like that part. I've met those guys at Fresh Fest. Those guys are cool. Mm-hmm. And I assume they'll be back again this year. Yeah, th- they should be back this year. And then, just to explain what we're talking about, Harris uh, Harris Family uh, Brewery is going to be the first black-owned and operated a brewery in PA. Yes. So, they're uh, they were focusing on them because at the time of filming, they didn't have a space yet. Mm-hmm. But they've sub- they've secured space, and I believe it's supposed to be open at the end of 2019. Right. And um, they were also talking to uh, Stouts. Yes, uh, with their head brewer. Yeah, and she was the she was the first uh, female uh, craft brewer and owner. I think overall. I think in the United States. Yeah, yeah. in the United States, but mm-hmm. also first in PA. Right. But yeah, she um, has been brewing since the 90s. Yeah, she. Yeah. You could. Stouts tell, has been around forever. <laughs> you could. You could tell that she had
0: seen it all. She's seen the boom. She's seen the bust.
1: You can. You can tell that they get into like craft beer booms and busts with um, some of the older some of the older breweries because like Trogs has been around forever mm-hmm. uh, and Stouts, like we said, have been around forever. So they've seen everything come and go. Yeah and uh, you yeah. know yeah it's very interesting mm-hmm. it's uh like i said it's it's all high level so if you're like really deep in the pa beer mythology it might not be for you although it might be because i you it, might just like seeing everybody well there's that
0: too <laughs> um but for me uh there was some stories from breweries i had never heard of mm-hmm. and things like that uh or or breweries i kind of i don't want to say forgot about but have always this sort of Never been at the forefront Like uh, Sprague Farms Yeah Up towards Meadville Yeah For the longest time I You know I've, I've had their beers before mm-hmm. And they make good beer But I've just never I've never seen them Because they don't Distribute down here Right So they were never At the forefront And when I saw them In the film I was like Oh that's right I gotta go I gotta go <laughs> check These guys <laughs> go out back. again <laughs> Yeah
1: I gotta go back I gotta go back So it was a good reminder Hey Yeah Sprague you know, Farms is still around <laughs> Right exactly yeah. I need to go I uh all i wanted to do was pet the cat <laughs> Yeah, it was a good shot i it's did like cat. that shot it's a good cat <laughs> it's a good film check it out especially because i can't really think of any other beer documentaries out there aside from the one that i mentioned mm-hmm. about blood sweating beers i don't think any other states have you know <laughs> these, no. these kind of pump up you know it, it, it is a bit of a tourism to a degree yeah. yeah it is a bit of a tourism come visit pa but, but, but that, that's it's okay. good for you it's good for you if you want to come visit pa check it out yeah we got good beer yeah, I mean, that's even something they bring up in the documentary that, you know, beer tourism is a thing now. Mm-hmm. So check it out. I can vouch for the majority of the breweries yeah. in the film and say, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. So. <laughs> they will have something that you will like. Yeah. Yeah. Come to Pittsburgh. Check out Dancing Gnome in East End. <laughs> Those are our big ones. That's when we got featured for the most. Well, Brew Gentleman was there. Brew Gentleman was there too. Yeah. yeah. I and saw th-
0: some shots for Grist House in there. Yeah.
1: Southern Tier had some stuff there. Yeah. Southern Tier. I don't I don't know. I, I don't claim them. They're in a weird spot. Yeah, they're New York. They're, they brew here, but they're they're from New York. Mm-hmm. But you can check them out because Victory, whatever.
0: Check it all out. I, I feel they're kind of like a Canada uh-huh. where they're, they're like real Pennsylvania's close. Pennsylvania's hat. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're real close and, you know, you don't have anything against them. No. But they're not quite fully Integrated. ours. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the way Buffalo has uh, the people from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. It's weird. I still like them.
1: Yeah. They're I good I like people. Southern
0: Tier. I like the stuff they brew on site here in Pittsburgh. I like everything they brew mostly. So let's get back to this uh, Big Wit UFO by Harpoon. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good beer. It's all right. I had no
1: problem with it. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, personally, I felt like we've uh, we've had better wit beers on the show. I, but and we've I've had, had better, I've had better wit beers in my life. There's one I've had in the past that I have not had in a long time, and it was by Church Brew Works okay poured in pa <laughs> nicely done <laughs> uh it, it but it really focused on the peppercorn gotcha yeah I, I i i want more wits that focus on the pepper on the on the spicy well then make it happen i
0: want more of those go uh go talk to the folks at i don't know any brewery here in pittsburgh <laughs> they'll make, help you out make steve
1: peppercorn beers
0: <laughs> yeah make for go. steve yeah hey breweries in pa somebody set steve up with a peppercorn Whit beer help (laughs) help all proceeds go to steve that's right (laughs) money goes to you beer goes to me (laughs) everybody wins help (laughs) all right uh let's take a break Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we'll mm -hmm. come back segment three Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. new beer Mm -hmm. new content Mm -hmm. new you Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. okay live your best life
0: had a drink about an hour ago, feel somewhere by the table, or
1: maybe the floor. Hey, we're the girls from the Despair and Distress Podcast. We sit around drinking, talking about things that creep us out. That is if we can get past our wildly inappropriate banter. We may not have our facts in order, but we sure have fun trying. So if you're interested in hearing about things you wish you hadn't, then maybe swing by iTunes, Podbean, etc. and give your earbuds a nice little tickle with our podcast. But be warned, if you came here for true facts, you're going to be
0: out of luck. You can also find us on Twitter at beer underscore dis.
1: Or the Twitter.
0: Alright ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's segment three. It's time for us to drink another beer another beer it's another wheat beer another wheat beer and this time we're having ourselves a hefeweizen okay can do yes because the first one was a wheat beer the second one was a wit this right. one's a hefeweizen all made with
1: wheat though yes check that out how cool is that we did it so yes the third beer of the evening is coming from the ship bottom brewery and it's the beach patrol hefeweizen ale the pride of new jersey yes it's from beach haven new jersey it's a uh, 5.2% Hefeweizen. Nice. Comes in a nice can. Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. It's got, it has got evokes imagery of beaches. Looks fun. And it's supposed to have aromas and flavors of clove and bananas. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. who thought? <laughs> <laughs> really stretching with that. <laughs> the old Hefeweizen that smells and tastes like clove and bananas. You don't fucking say. <laughs> well, uh, let's get this in the glass, because I, I do like me a good
0: heffy, and I hope this is a good heffy.
1: Hopefully it actually does live up to that, because, man, they really look like assholes if it didn't even... I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah. There, now you're happy. This is all... This is... Pouring this out. This is all Hefeweizen territory. Yeah, there it is. Big old fluffy head, cloudy as a mug. Yeah, nice and light looking. Yeah, it's like pale straw light. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, this looks all kinds of Hefeweizens kind of smells like it too yeah mm. little banana banana banana
0: yeah it's uh it's a happy
1: you did it <laughs> raise your bottom oh we got a taste but yeah let's. so far so good <laughs> man it would really fuck you up if it tasted like the tort <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> what would you do ah, still probably drink it but you know yeah it'd be like a a strongly worded letter <laughs> dear, like, dear shit bottom. bottom what happened <laughs> what are you doing here he got like all the way up to the finish line and then it didn't taste like a heavy. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's a half of Eisen. It's a heavy. They did it. Yay, good job. Actually, yeah, they did a pretty good job on this, though. So. We're being, I don't know. We're being silly. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're being silly about it. We don't have to be silly because actually, yeah, shit bottom. They're making a good heavy here. Yeah,
1: yeah, I really. Like it. Yeah, it's a good heavy. It's a good representation of the style. Mm-hmm. It is light and easy drinking i would crush a bunch of these on a beach if you're allowed to drink on the beach
0: and i like to think that you can if you just put it in a sippy cup
1: yeah yeah if you hide it it's It's my sports drink i swear right (laughs) you just gotta find ways to hide your cans that's all it's fine just bury them right bury your can like an adult bury your can put a straw in it Mm -hmm. i know you know drinking out of straw ain't get a nice straw so you can take back home yeah yeah so Let's sip on this a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
0: And whilst we do that, let's have more silly fun, good times.
1: Mm-hmm. Do, do, do the stupid segment three stuff.
0: Yes. So what we're going to do is a few weeks ago, we had talked about how uh, brewery, Elmogong, is going to be shutting down their Game of Thrones series.
1: Yeah, That's right, because Game of Thrones is shutting down. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it's so not like they just pulled out and said, well, yeah, we're yeah, out. You know, we're done. Although yeah. they might have been after that coffee cup incident. Well, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I didn't care. I wanted it to be not a mistake.
0: Oh, oh. oh you going for like a M-Light, Shama Ding Dong, yeah.
1: where all of a sudden, guess what? It was in the hills of Oregon. Or it was cosplay the entire time. Oh, God, that'd be so awesome. That'd be so awesome. Oh, screw everybody. Yeah, just fuck everyone with that ending because yeah. there's, let's see, there's no book to mm-hmm. like there's no book to back it up to say how it ends right they're flying by the seat of their pants if they just went the route of like oh yeah this was an alternate timeline mm-hmm. or this was you know this was cosplay the entire time just the imagination of a boy Oh god, that'd be so awesome. named jamie lannister or whatever <laughs> i don't watch the show enough but <laughs> no no
0: I, I i i'm like in the uh the Dynasty ending? Mm-hmm. Where, um, who was the guy that was Patrick in the Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy. The Patrick Duffy ending. Yeah. <laughs> where it's all just a dream. Yep. And he's standing in the shower in the last episode. <laughs> oh, you,
1: oh, yes. I want that to happen. I wanted it, but apparently HBO has already gone back and corrected the episodes. So oh. It wasn't, yeah. Damn jerks. It. Yeah. What's a jerks? I know. Fuck them. Should play for the Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> The Hurricanes eliminated the Capitals, so you can't be mad at them. No, it, it, it,
0: are, are you not familiar with that, with how they're they're a bunch of jerks? Uh. Because earlier in the season, uh, Don Cherry, obviously you know who Don Cherry is. Right, I know Don Cherry. Yeah, Don Cherry called the Carolina Hurricanes a bunch of jerks. Oh. Because they were doing post-game celebrations oh. at, on on home ice after wins, They do like some small organized thing, uh-huh. you know, like they do a limbo or something like that. Oh, okay. Or, you know, like a uh, the skull clap or something like that. And Don Cherry got on his high horse and decided that they were a bunch of jerks for trying to have some fun. Mm-hmm. So the Hurricanes turned it around and completely embraced it. At, you know, like T-shirts and everything. Lean into they, it, yeah. They
1: leaned into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's what you have to do. Yeah,
0: so they're a bunch of jerks. Oh, okay. All the way to the Eastern Conference Finals so far. So far. I, yeah. ho- I hope they smoke the Bruins. Yeah, Bruins have been playing dirty. Yeah. That, more, more shots sucks.
1: I, I've been in and out with hockey, obviously, since you know, the Pens have been eliminated. Right, so. right. Uh, it's, it's, it's It's weird. Uh,
0: watching hockey and keeping your uh, your heart rate down the whole time <laughs> and just enjoying the game no yeah, play off hockey and I'm not screaming or punching anything right exactly <laughs> it's it's weird but I don't like it enough yeah to experience it next year right yeah I get you get me get me the near heart attacks I get you <laughs> yeah with the pens
1: going all the way Pens either stay in or I'm gonna find some basketball <laughs> right. mm, mm, I'm not gonna go that far all right. But uh, anyway, back to what we were about to do, off a, a our little tangent. Yeah. Uh, we had mentioned how Omagong is wrapping it up, and we were talking about how no other breweries really have kind of a marketing scheme like this, where they, they pair up with a TV show. Mm-hmm. So we decided to take it upon ourselves yes. to do a little help for other breweries, because other breweries need to learn how to differentiate themselves in yeah, this hyper-local right. market, that's what you say now. <laughs> you have to pivot, differentiate, mm-hmm. pivot again. And, and Now I
0: can think of is is Ross from Friends with the couch.
1: Pivot, pivot. Oh, watch Friends. From, okay,
0: all right. They watch Friends. Well, somebody saw that show and they were laughing their ass off at that joke. Sam watched it. There you go. Hey Sam, Sam might laugh, you laugh your ass off when you listen to this.
1: Yeah, thank you. But what we're gonna do now is we're going to become SEO gurus or whatever and pitch some shows. Okay. And some beers. Some beers. Yes. So would you like to go first? Or? I would like to go first. Okay.
0: And the show that I am going to angle off of is the uh, the Netflix series Glow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glow, of course, is a show based in the 1980s that follows a small uh, independent wrestling. Uh, I guess you would call it outfit organization... Yeah, it's a I mean it was a wrestling promotion. Promotion, thank yeah. you. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, but it is an all women's wrestling promotion. Yes. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Yeah. Glow. Glow. Yes. It stars Allison Bree, Mark Maron, a couple other people that I can't think of.
1: <laughs> Off the top of your Off head. Off the top of
0: my head. Yes. Uh, but it is based in Los Angeles in the eighties, so that's a gold mine in and of itself.
1: Pretty much. So okay, so I haven't watched the show but i uh, like i know what it's about because you know mm-hmm. we're both wrestling fans so it's obviously something that's come into our airspace yes that <laughs> we know we we know about old you know women's promotions and things like that yes where so you're talking los angeles is mm-hmm. where it's set is that a brewery in that area is where you're looking to N- pitch to no okay. i i am actually uh, i'm gonna go outside of california for this one okay uh
0: i'm actually going to las vegas nevada uh, I'm going to pitch the, to the Abel Baker Brewing Company. Okay. The reason that we were going to Las Vegas is because Glow actually existed back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It is not a completely fabricated promotion.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought yeah, I thought we made that clear, but yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. So I am now making that clear. Yeah, now it's double clear. Yes. It was real. They, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> they don't crystal happen. clear. Yes, uh,
0: but this is, you know, it is based off of a uh, an all-female promotion back in the 80s, and Glow was actually based in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Which is where Abel Baker is based out of. So just giving a, a bit of an homage to the original.
1: Oh, okay. See, I didn't, I didn't know the original promotion was based in Vegas. I thought yes. I thought the original promotion was in Los Angeles.
0: No, the original okay. promotion was in Las Vegas. Uh, the show is based in Los Angeles. Right, okay. So,
1: I get you. I so get you. I'm there.
0: <laughs> it, it, pitching to Abel Baker has been an homage to the original yeah. promotion. Yeah. So that's what we're going with. Right. On. So the first beer that we are going to have is, of course, the Zoya, the Destroyer. Okay. <laughs> uh that is uh Allison Breeze wrestling character uh-huh. uh known as Zoya the Destroyer. Okay. And that of course will be a Russian Imperial Stout. Mm. So it is going to be a a beer that is served in a small taster uh-huh. but is going to have a huge punch.
1: Right on. <laughs> it's going I it in the show does she play like a Russian character that's no. Oh, okay. It, Not at all. It just sounds Russian, though. The name Zoya. The
0: so De- Zoya yeah. the Destroyer is a Russian character. Okay. However, the the actress that plays Zoya. That,
1: oh, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I I, I didn't mean like. Uh, Allison Brie's character was Russian. I just meant like the, her wrestling in the ring. Gimmick. She is a Russian. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. on
0: <laughs> Too many.
1: Too yeah, many no, it's, it's meta. It's meta because she's, <laughs> right. she's an actress, but she's playing another character. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, she's yeah. an
0: actress playing an actress playing a role. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay I get a dude playing a dude disguises as another dude right yeah I'm there <laughs> so Zoya the destroyer yeah Russian imperial she stuff. plays
1: a Russian heel is I'm guessing Bingo. I'm guessing absolutely there's no way like in the 80s if you were a foreigner there's no way you weren't a heel Correct. Especially Russian. Correct. <laughs> yes. And they address that in the show very nicely.
0: I won't uh, give any spoilers on that one.
1: That's fine. I haven't seen the show, so don't. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> there. Yeah, and anything I, I give here is not going to be a, a, a yeah, spoiler yeah. for yeah. anybody who has not watched the show yet, although I do recommend it. So the next one is going to be The Ringmaster. Okay. Uh, and this one is... Stone Cold ho- Steve Austin? No. <laughs> this one is an homage to uh, the character Keith okay Keith is the uh, the referee inside the ring all right on. he is also the husband of one of the wrestlers uh-huh so what's interesting with with Keith's character is he is you know cool under pressure uh-huh. you know he's a, he's a smooth guy so of course we're gonna go, gonna give him a smooth drinking drinking toasted lager yeah you know we don't have to go big because he's he's kind of a subtle guy you know he, he's not a main character but when he's there you know he he takes the spotlight a little bit Plus, in general, referees aren't meant to be flashy or stand out. Exactly. Yeah. They're supposed to be kind of in the background. And Toasted lagers are kind of like that. They have a little bit of a flash. Yeah. But, yeah. Kind of like the...
1: This would be kind of like the Little niche Okay. You know. And Charles Robinson. Yeah. 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 Little niche Or... uh for for more independent wrestling fans, Bryce Remberg. Okay, <laughs> <That's> Bryce <laughs> Bryce Remberg is probably the best res, uh, referee on the independent circuit. Okay, he he sticks out a bit, but he's yeah, very entertaining. If you know, you know. Yeah, if you gotcha. know, you know.
0: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> the next one that we're going to uh, have is the the Sylvia's dream. Okay, uh, Sylvia is the the character uh, played by Mark Maron. Mm-hmm. He is the director of the show, the genius behind the show, but he is—he's uh, a bit out there. He's a bit rough around the edges. So
1: he's the Vince McMahon. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. He's yes. the Vince McMahon of this operation. Correct. Promotion. Correct. Uh, and what he, a death rose, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thirty years. So he is going to be represented by a West Coast IPA, um, that is a hundred plus IBU, mm-hmm. because it is it's rough
1: okay it's rough but people still like it he's just a. he's a i mean it, knowing mark Marin as a person he, in a stand-up comedian he's yes. a very abrasive person abrasive is a good way of putting it okay yes. so uh 100 ibu west coast ipa that makes sense that that's makes very sense. abrasive yes abrasive. exactly so that's
0: uh, that is how he is going to be represented okay uh, and our last one is of course the uh, the liberty bill all right. Uh which is the the face to uh Zoya's heel. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, Makes she sense. <laughs> is, she is the all-American girl. Sergeant Slaughter to the Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the John Cena to anybody else. <laughs> the John Cena to the Ginger Mahal? <laughs> yes. No, not Ginger Mahal. Ginger, Ginger Mahal. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> So uh, she is going to be represented by a uh, a blonde ale. Of course, she is the all American blonde. Mm-hmm. Uh, but considering her backstory, there is a little bit of bite there. Uh, there's a, it's, uh, there's some depth. So it's not just a blonde ale. It will be a blonde ale that has been aged on jalapenos. Oh. So it's going to be a spicy blonde.
1: Oh. Yes. Mm.
0: All right. Those are uh, those are the original four beers that we're going
1: with. Okay. Uh, that's how you start your. That's how you start. Get it rolling. Mm-hmm. release them get people buying it yep and then we'll come back for season two okay when i come up with more well they're already in the season two so i think they. <laughs> yes yes are they in season three now no season three comes out in late june oh okay and so so there you go abel baker you have you have time you have just enough time to get one out before the premiere yes <laughs> yes get at us yeah we'll help you out we got you got your back <laughs> So the show I'm going to go with is a bit of a, uh, I mean, it makes sense in my mind because Game of Thrones is ending on HBO. Okay. And uh, in in the fall, the new show is going to start, and it's Watchmen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who may or may not know, Watchmen is based off a comic from the 80s, and uh, it was very much entrenched in uh, it was like political standings and things like that. It, it wasn't just superheroes. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the first graphic novel that had like thought behind it
0: yes yeah
1: so there there was actual like depth and story and the characters yeah the <laughs> Reaganomics yeah <laughs> the characters were uh you know deep and there was a lot more to it than just like a boom pow type of comic book uh most of us are probably more familiar though with the Zack Snyder movie that came out that was what in, 2008 2009 or 2000 yeah 2008 or 9 or 6 in that uh, in and about that area mm-hmm 2010 (laughs) yes but yeah most of us are familiar with it from that and then we some of us have sat around watched the four hour director's (laughs) cut I have not not done that I have it's it's, you know it's worth it I think okay yeah it's good Uh, but now they're making a TV show Uh, the TV show is only loosely tied to the comic and the movie Oh really? Either, yeah. Okay. So, it's taking place in the future after the events of the original Watchmen. Okay. Yeah. So the original Watchmen comic book. Ah, uh, kind of both. Okay. Yeah, kind of both because there there are some differences in the comic, and it's been a while since I've read the comic. Okay. Yeah. So I can't I can't remember all the differences. <laughs> fair. Fair. Yeah. Um, I think one of the big differences is though instead of um. Dr. Manhattan in the movie dr. Manhattan blows up a bunch of cities right and to make himself into the villain To incur world peace, right? So everybody you know hates dr. Manhattan and then he just disappears Think in the comic book. It was like an alien attack of some sort. Okay. Yeah. Yeah <laughs> it, it wouldn't have worked for the movie, but right uh, for the TV show they're, they're They're carrying on and the most obvious thing the trailer came out on Wednesday So the most obvious thing you can see in the trailer is that now there is a gang of People wearing Rorschach masks. Ah, okay.
0: Similar, yeah. similar to the Guy Fox masks in V for Vendetta, kind of thing. Yeah, kind of right. similar
1: to that, yeah. Which is also funny because the, the uh, same person who made the Watchmen comic also made the V for Vendetta comic. So oh, aren't right they? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I, I think one of the big points is they're carrying on from the Watchmen is that Rorschach kept a diary. The diary kept notes on everything, and if you remember, Ozzie Mendias. Was behind the entire plot Mm -hmm. of you know creating the bombings to incur world peace and Then Rorschach kept that in a diary, but then was killed ultimately To keep that secret because he thought it was unjust Mm -hmm. to kill people He he thought it was unjust to kill innocents for that, right? So then he you know mailed the diary and then It it was found by somebody else Mm -hmm. and you know people went through it and I'm assuming this Rorschach gang it are like disciples of Rorschach who have read the diary and know all the injustices. Gotcha. Yeah, that were carried out by Ozymandias. Um, the the only character that seems to carry over from the movie to the TV show is Ozymandias. But okay. But he's much older and he's played by Jeremy Irons. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, so that seems interesting. But yeah, overall, the the entire scope of the show doesn't seem quite as clear. So it seems like they're,
0: they kind of just took... An outline from the books and the movie, and they're Mm -hmm. kind of building
1: their own future situation. Yeah, they're they're building their own future situation. Gotcha. And and, uh, the other thing that comes up in the trailer is, like, there's this theme of TikTok, and, like, the Rorschach gang is chanting TikTok. As if time is running out. Oh, I thought you it was just sort of an inside promotion. No, not that TikTok. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> no, they're not getting on and singing songs and uh, showing cat videos. No, they're not doing that. Uh,
0: we don't yeah. know that. I mean, they might, but... <laughs> you know, episode three might just be all cat videos.
1: Yeah, it might be. But there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of clock imagery and stuff So okay. I'm wondering and it's something I haven't read but there was a recent uh, DC comic book series called doomsday clock Okay, which was a crossover between the Watchmen universe and the DC comics. Oh, that'd be so, interesting. Yeah, so I'm wondering if this is half adapted from that. Okay. Taking yeah. something of a plot line, but not incorporating DC characters, right? Yeah But I don't know it you have to find out but the beers I'm pitching okay the beers I'm pitching you have the Rorschach gang mm-hmm. and the Rorschach you know mask is obviously a mix of it's a white mask with a perpetually the original character had a perpetually moving mm-hmm. Rorschach ink blot yeah. on his face uh, The the Rorschach gang seems to just kind of make their own homemade. Yeah <laughs> shitty throwing black ink on <laughs> <laughs> on white tube socks, but <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm thinking for beers for them we do two beers. Okay. And comes in like a six-pack. Three are white stouts made with vanilla. Okay. And the other three are regular stouts made with coffee. Oh. You can blend them to different degrees. So everyone is different. Yeah. You get okay. A little, you get a little, little tryout, you know? Yeah. Kind of like how Prairie did the uh, the bomb deconstructed, mm-hmm. where it was, you know, each indigre- ingredient of their regular bomb yeah. It's like this: you can mix it together, you get a different different flavors. Everybody sees something different. Get it, <laughs> Roshack? Come on, people! I don't have an audience. To <laughs> like, <"Well, laughs> yeah, that's right. I it totally is. get it. I get yeah, it. <laughs> get this man money. Yes. <laughs> the uh, the other character uh, I want to pitch for was uh, Jeremy Irons. Obviously, we talked about he's playing Ozzie so mm-hmm. I wanted to pitch for that. Uh, the Osman Diaz character is obsessed with like Egyptian culture, okay. and he wanted to model himself after Ramses II. But he's originally just like a blonde-haired German-American male. Okay. So I thought maybe the best beard to represent him would be a uh, hefeweizen, but with Egyptian flavor. What would Egyptian flavor be? So I looked up in like plums and pomegranates. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. figs and. I- You could add figs and dates, but I don't like those, so no (laughs) figs and dates. (laughs) And uh, coriander and clove as well. I mean, clove, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, those are spices that you can Mm -hmm. find in Egypt, so I figure add all those into a hefeweizen. Yeah. And then ferment it in the way that uh, you originally fermented Egyptian beer in terracotta pots. Okay. Yeah. I can get on With, with with that. With a wild yeast. Yeah, they they commonly use wild yeast back in back when Ramses second would have been alive. So I'm getting buck wild, yeah. So it's a hefeweizen with wild yeast and a bunch of fruits and spice. Nice. It's all classy, classy up. <laughs> <laughs> Pinkies out, boys. Yeah. And then the final beer I wanted to pitch it is uh, because of this whole ticking clock theme that mm. we we're talking about. It's a, it's a perpetually aging beer. Okay. Um, and what I mean by that is out front, the brewery is going to have to make a very big batch of this beer. Okay. And then they're going to put it in the barrels. Mm-hmm. And then every season they release a new batch.
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay.
1: So like the first year you'll get a one-year-aged, aged, mm-hmm. one well, not a one-year-age, but like six months. Yeah. they brew now. Yeah. They can get it out by the fall. <laughs> but you get a 6 months age one. And then the following season, you'd probably, however long it takes to make a new season. Yeah. You know, you it's, an, it's a year or year and a half older, mm-hmm. and then, you know, another year and a year and a half. Okay. So you keep building and building. That's going to be a hell of a vertical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. That's how you get people into it. Yeah. <laughs> they know they're getting a vertical. You tell them up front. That's that's perpetual business. Yeah. you Maybe you get like eight years, but you got to make a really big batch of it mm-hmm. to, you know, you have to. Figure it out. Like, assume the show goes eight years or eight seasons. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, and then finally, you know, the last year comes and it's like, oh, ticking clocks up. Here's whatever came out <laughs> at the end.
0: And then you charge them sixty bucks a bottle.
1: That's right. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> except except for us, because
1: except for us, because it was our idea. Yeah, Steve gets two. Yeah, free beer, Steve. <laughs> um but I, I figured just I wanted to pitch all that and I mean I'm not against Omagong picking that contract up again because you know they had a nice partnership with HBO fair they fair. could probably they could probably do the things that you know we talked about yeah but I also kind of maybe thought Dogfish Head yeah all right. I mean, they seem like they could have the capacity they have the barrels I, they, I can see Dogfish Head picking that up yeah they also do weird shit all the time and so when I'm talking about Ozzy Mendias's beer being aged and fermented in terracotta pots That's some shit they try. Yeah. You all motherfuckers make spit beer. You can't. (laughs) I totally forgot about that beer. (laughs) They make spit beer. They make mace beer. You can age a terracotta pot beer. That's a Tuesday for them. Right. (laughs) You know how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And uh, surely they'd be willing to age a beer for eight years. (laughs) I mean, they already have, you know. you know know, they're 120
0: minute they're worldwide Mm style they already have a lot of the old stock there that you can buy right you know four year five year six year old beers yeah that's nothing for them
1: yeah they know they know how to keep stuff right i'm sure they have the space for it yeah exactly they're good yeah (laughs) that's who i'm pitching to dogfish head okay yeah i can dig it but there you go they're upcoming watchmen and glow beers go buy them be part of the show yes and then send them to us and then send them to us please and thank you yes give
0: (laughs) Give, give. And then once you're done, make sure you go buy a t-shirt at tpublic.com for the Hop Nation USA podcast. Yeah. etc. Buy our t-shirts. They don't suck. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right, then. I think we got ourselves a couple of winners. Did a plug. Did some beg. That's all right. It's a good segment. (laughs) It was a good segment. (laughs) Uh, Let's
0: get back to this beer, this Ship Bottom uh, Beach Patrol Hefeweizen. I'm on the beach patrol.
1: I liked it. Yeah, I like it, too. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was a good beer would drink it again yeah it's definitely a this is a beer that i could see tailgating with yeah this is also a beer i could see drinking a shitload of on the beach or pretty
0: much anywhere
1: else yeah this is another good summertime beer we're we're moving obviously into that time and these are all good beers that we had tonight that fit into that yeah uh, yeah so there you go so i guess with that we should probably go to the podium uh steve i will give you the honors tonight okie dokie so bronze i'm gonna give to the ufo big wit big wit more like big whoop ha ha gotcha <laughs> honestly though it's i don't know i've had better wet beers this one's it's fine it's drinkable i just don't know that i would go out of my way for it if somebody offered it to me i'm not going to turn it down though it's not bad it's just unremarkable and it doesn't really hit the notes of a wit beer that i prefer silver i'm gonna give to hmm Kind of torn at the moment uh silver i'm gonna give it to the dewcloth funk i like it it's a pretty decent blueberry beer you can tell it is a, be- a wheat beer when you're drinking it but uh I don't, the, the little bit of a dry back end on it makes it somewhat less drinkable you know it, it's drinkable it's very drinkable it's very good it's just less drinkable than the Hefeweizen. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking comparisons, you know? It's it's just less drinkable than the Hefeweizen. That's why I'm gonna give gold to the ship bottom Hefeweizen. The Beach Patrol is it it just hits all the notes. It's a perfectly fine representation of a Hefeweizen style. It's not overly cloved, it's not overly banana-y, it's not like sweet too sweet in any way. It looks like a Hefeweizen, it smells like a Hefeweizen, it tastes like a Hefeweizen. And because of that, it's super, super drinkable. It does everything right. And that's why I give it the Gold. Right on. Yes. So uh, for me, I am going to say
0: the same exact thing that Steve said. Uh, UFO in the bronze medal position. It was fine. It didn't jump out at me, especially compared to these other two. Silver medal position, I'm going to put with the Funk. The uh, I think the biggest reason that it does not pull ahead of the ship bottom, the Beach Patrol is on that finish. It was a slightly dry finish. I understand what they were going for with the, with the citrus notes. Um, but it was good, but not great. The Ship Bottom, the, uh, the Beach Patrol, that's the one that I would be grabbing if I'm going out somewhere for a barbecue, going to the beach, going for a picnic, going out, doing something, anything outside for the summertime. Uh, that is a great summertime beer, and I think that would be the one I'd be grabbing out of the three. So
1: it's unanimous. Ship Bottom, taking the win plus bonus on the ship bottom they come in pints yeah also true yeah <laughs> you yeah. just get, you just get a little bit more yep so yeah bonus bonus points for them <laughs> yes so that's interesting because yeah new jersey has produced the beer that's that won. yeah, yeah it won. against ducla cuz yeah, ducla makes ducla. really good beer yeah against ducla i don't think it would win against every ducla but it won against this one <laughs> hey take the win where you can take yeah. it yeah so good for you, Bottom. Good for you, New Jersey. I yes. think you finally got a beer that we really, really like.
0: Yes, we're going to have to... I, I know that there are a few other Bottom beers here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go grab them. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I know that this was a good one, so I'm going to have to go find more.
1: Check it out. Yes. It's for your health. So if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you're on any of those platforms, but especially Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because we are a six-star show, but damn
0: it. They only let us use five
1: and that's the bigger crime than Nicaragua craft beer company not sending their panga drops Keller pills to PA, but to Ohio. Yes Shameful 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 boo. A- a- But boo. yay <laughs> for them. Yeah being successful. Honestly, it might not be their fault either might That's be like true too. might be PA's fault. back to their stupid I, fucking laws. Yeah, <laughs> you can't import from yeah, exactly <laughs> Central America <laughs> I don't know Let's go with that. Yeah We can only import for Belgium (laughs) and Germany. (laughs) And eight Canadian beers. Eight Canadian beers. That's it. You can have Glutenberg Uh and like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck. But yeah, that's uh, that's it for 106. I'll give you a free preview. 107 is going to be what we record live at the North Hills Homebrew Fest Saturday, May 11th. Be there. Be there. You still have time. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because if you were listening on Fridays... As you should. As you should. You still got time to get general admission tickets.
1: Yeah, VIP sold out, but you can still get general admission. Join us. We'll be doing a live podcast from that. And if you don't join us, well, I don't know. You'll just be able to hear it next Friday. Yeah. As you should.
0: As you should. (laughs) Every Friday at noon. Yeah. I think that's it. I think we're good. I think we hit it. That's all. Bye.